genre. everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live action Turtles movie one. Uh, I don't know. Wet minute at Rainy. a time. <laughs> Rainy minute at a time. Wet, wet rock star hair minute at a time. Yeah, I'm your host Something Scott like Topti. With me as always are Chris O'Connor. Hey. Rachel Gatlin. Hi. And Adam Sheehan. Hello. And joining us. Once again, Mr. Andrew Dorowski. Hi. Hi, everybody. I, Welcome back. I was thinking about going for a higher pitch, but I didn't think I could do it. Hello. 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 There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good. Go for it tomorrow. <laughs> um, so we are here in minute number 64, which starts with Casey Jones expecting something better than what he's about to get. <laughs> and That's a nice place you guys got here. And ends with our favorite person, Danny. Good old Danny. Good old freaking Danny. <laughs> Thought we had seen the last of Danny. We get one of those fun cliffhangers on this if one, too. Only. Yeah. Oh, yes, the fun cliffhanger. So let's talk about the start of the minute. We'll begin at the very beginning, and it's a very good place to start. Um, so Casey Jones looks up, and he's like, nice place you got here, guys. And we we see April raise a hand and point and laugh at him. And the other <laughs> turtles are kind of giggly. And we quickly find out that we are not staying in the apartment building. We are going down into a sewer. And I, li- I like that it's the realization starts with the 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 manhole cover being removed, like yeah. just the sound of it, uh, and then like that. Casey, yeah. Casey's like uh, is, is grown. Yeah, why would Casey think that four mutant turtles live in a condo? I mean, it's New York. Anybody can have anything. Yeah, true. True. Have you been to the West but, Village? But but that <laughs> that bit where he just like hangs his sed- head in sadness, like this poor defeated kicked puppy of a man, and <laughs> just like oh, I, lo- I ah, it's a good moment. I suddenly find myself seeing a little bit of Jesse Katsopoulos in Casey Jones. <laughs> Am I wrong in that, Uncle Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> Well, like in what way? Like like visually or like emotionally? So I mean, a little bit visually with the dark hair and sort of the yeah, I, the vest. I can imagine that. Like, before, yeah. but also like if, the whole sort of like macho bravado kind of toxic yeah. masculinity kind of like thing. like before before he yeah. moves out to San Francisco with like his brother and and like uh, a friend from college to take care of their three kids. He you know he, he tried being a vigilante for a little while and then realized <laughs> that that was a toxic sort of that's more toxic masculinity. He was he was engaging yeah. in a in a sort of patriarchal cycle of violence that was getting him nowhere so he yeah. went out there to just be a cool you know dad and semi rock star <laughs> hey he got signed he to, with the beach boys he and, got signed yeah. to what was it fat fish records mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was huge in japan <laughs> um <laughs> much like tom waits mm. <laughs> so we end up wandering down the sewer and the turtles are trekking through this lovely uh Gross. The water's looking grosser. New York City water. But you know what I noticed, guys? There are no more white booties on the turtle's feet anymore. Oh. So in our very... We're probably past the point of no return with that. With with the suits, yeah. Well, that, that very first week that we were talking, we noticed these, like, white 
protective booties around the turtle's feet in the sewer shots, and we've never seen them since. And we've had a couple of sewer shots where they're walking through water, so kind of bizarre. It's like, it's like they already lost the deposit on the suit, so why bother? <laughs> lost the deposit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Casey just keeps making smart Alec remarks the whole way through. He's just, he's not happy. First, it's the house that... Time forgot, now this. Casey with his original humor. Thanks, I mean, Casey. have you ever been in that situation, though, where you're going to a hotel, and the pictures on the website look really nice, and then you get there and realize it's There's, terrible. like, a dead guy on the ground. Yeah, there's, like, <laughs> Or even worse, like, you're pulling up to it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is such a nice building. And yeah. then, like, your GPS is like, take another right. <laughs> and then it's like, it's on your left and you like looked over and it's the crappy little building next to the good hotel. But I yeah, with a dead one. guy in it. <laughs> There's always a dead guy. Yep. Dead guy's really getting around. Mm. Well, Adam and I have been sort of house hunting and it's kind of funny because, you know, you'll see a picture and the outside of the house will look really nice and then there'll be just a horrendous bathroom or like angles that don't make any sense like it's yeah. it's crazy it's Speaking it'll be perfect and then you find out about the dead guy yeah yeah, yeah then there's, then there's a dead, guy, in the dead guy speaking <laughs> of angles that don't make any sense i i want to point out once again about 17 seconds into this minute there's just light coming from apparently nowhere in the sewer yeah it's a really well lit tunnel as opposed to before yeah it's just the, i'm very yeah. curious mm-hmm. as to how many giant storm openings there are uh, directly beneath street lamps in New York City because <laughs> there are no dark parts of the sewer. They're all incredibly well lit. The one thing about this part of the movie that I could never reconcile is why doesn't Casey just go home? <laughs> he doesn't have a home. He lives Did- in the trees in Central Park. <laughs> I, thought, oh, I, thought he, I thought he lived on that fire escape. Where was more comfortable than the sewer? It's like, you're, we're in New York. We're home. You don't well, have to stay. Well, they don't have cell phones. Co- he can't coordinate with them. Uh, and he probably wants to stay close to April. I was going to say, he is, yeah. he, this is probably, listen, since Casey's son died, this is the first human <laughs> connection that he's really had, and he's not ready to give it up yet. He's finally also, learned to love again. Yeah, Aww. and, and like, the, they bonded over, uh, you know, the long drive uh, back to New York. They, they've been talking the whole time. And, and I think, like, you know, whereas in the previous minute, like, you know, from the morning after, he was a little uncomfortable and not sure how to proceed because he's not good at, like, emotional connections. Now, being forced to, to talk for so long in that confined space and, and being able to open up to somebody that he had physically opened up to in a way that he rarely ever does, I think that, uh, you know, this is, this is Casey realizing that maybe there's more to life than just beating people up in Central Park wearing a hockey mask. Wow. Well, we're really learning a oh. lot about Casey. It's a valuable deep. lesson for everyone. <laughs> uh, we get this sort of cool point of view shot in the turtle's lair, peeking through this very slim sliver of light. We hear the turtles talking about, you know, we should go out now and take care of Shredder. And Leo's like, no, we should wait. We've been driving forever. We should sleep. And then Raph is like, yeah, I know. And then the turtles are alerted to the presence of something, maybe mm-hmm. someone. A dead guy? Maybe a dead <laughs> guy. <laughs> oh, a giant noid? Oh. It's just the noid hiding out in the closet. Do you, so, hang on. The closet door opens. We get a point of view shot of the turtles looking very angry, wielding their weapons at... None other Are they than, wielding their weapons? Well, Leonardo has his has his sword <laughs> out. His ninjato. Like, <laughs> Donatello has like his, his his he's got his dukes up. 
Yeah, he's ready to have a good old-fashioned boxing match. And we can't see what anyone else is doing, but Michelangelo has a fierce look on his face. Um, and you can also, once again, see under his mask if you pause at just the right time. Uh, but we learned that we are looking at Danny, and he says, Don't shoot! <laughs> Don't and he's like, he's like huddled here. against the door and like covering his head, not That's even an, looking. It's another one of those great lines. I don't think it's loaded, kid. I don't Which, think you know, it's loaded. Doesn't, doesn't really, nah, okay. It'll still kill you. But did you, did anyone <laughs> notice what's in the closet with Danny? Uh, if it's it annoyed, a, I'm going to be really I think upset. it was an Elmo? Wait, Adam, 50, th- go, just play, do me a favor, I'll wait, play from like 50 seconds to 55 seconds through this <laughs> Get minute. Get out of here. And tell me what that oh, looks like. Oh my god, that's the noid. <laughs> it's a giant stuffed noid. What? <laughs> I thought it was that Elmo that, that we saw. That brings us up to what? What is this now, six? This, I, I well, think we've lost hang track on, of wait how a minute. many noids there was, there. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> we had a noid. We, was it one noid in the phone booth? Two noids on the TV. I, feel I thought like you had a, one before you got to that double up, though. I've been listening. Okay, mm-hmm. Andrew, how many noids have we had? You might have listened pretty more sure, recently. I'm pretty sure that you said, like, like if I'm counting, like, clue-style counting, it was one, then one, then two, and that's up to where I've been listening. So this is possibly noid number five? But definitely the biggest noid. It's definitely yeah, the it's biggest big noid. And it's the biggest noid I've ever seen. I don't think there's any Short of question. that one that was a parade float. I don't think there's any question as to what it is. That is annoyed. There is nothing else that could be. <laughs> oh my god! With the pre- with the see, I, I really yeah, thought it was yeah. that Elmo that I'm, we saw. I'm really annoyed earlier. by this. Well, no, the Elmo was like over in the corner of the layer, not in a closet. It's true, but they could have cleaned up. I mean, it, the foot could have put it in the closet after you know, <laughs> Danny brought it tracks. in there with him to cuddle. To call back to the joke I made where like they were given a shoebox full of plastic noids and like you need to fit all these into the movie and they're like, all right, fine. And then the prop guy turns around and's like, not so fast, buddy. You gotta put this in there. And it's like this big noid stuffed animal. He's like, what are you doing? No. That, why? that may have been that may have been a contract for them to be or in the contract for them to use dominoes in this movie. There's probably like, okay, you have to have X number of noids. <laughs> All, in, X in number of noids. Most, uh, most shots in the movie. X number of noids would be an excellent band name. I mean, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes having those sorts of like rules and constraints, that's the best way to like find your creativity and make art. Yeah. So when they say I'm you sure have to have this exactly many noids what in they there, were thinking. they're like, fine, I'm going to make a masterpiece. <laughs> well, it's kind of like uh, I've heard musicians when they put um, stuff in their their rider, their tour rider, they'll put something really strange to ensure that whoever is setting up the room is paying attention. Exactly. Yeah, and it's all you have to do is look for that one little detail, and if yeah. you, if they have that detail right, then you can rest assured they probably have everything else. Mm-hmm. We've thought about that before, <laughs> but we've never really had like a, a here's our conditions. It's just they're a like, bowl of orange skittles. They're like you're playing the house kit. That's your conditions. <laughs> Oh, nobody likes the house kit. <laughs> One drummer to another. Um, so, Andrew, I have to ask you, what are your opinions of Danny in this film? Like, what are your thoughts? Give me your, your general feeling. Not, I'm not a big fan of Danny. He's kind of, mm. like, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and this kind of the worst. So, like, he, like, he stole money. He stole a bunch of stuff. Then he ran away from... 
home and he ran away from the shredder. Like <laughs> this kid, like, like what, what? is he? Th- like I, I, I ran away from the criminals. Can't I? He go ran back away home? to the sewer. Can I ask? Like, and maybe how does he Adam, know where maybe the this sewer is a person is. to maybe you're the person to ask again as sort of the film guy here. What is his purpose in this movie? Is he supposed to be a sympathetic character? Is he like the audience's sort of avatar in this film? What is Danny's he's, purpose in this movie? He's almost like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> like he just keeps making all of the wrong decisions. And then at the end, he just gets to be absolved of all of it. It's like, oh, you know what? You're fine. But like, fine. he's I'm, not going to need to have you on Pinocchio minute when I get not, to it. Not to get <laughs> political or nothing, but it kind of looks like a really young Ted Cruz before his face. Melts. Oh, like a ginger <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yeah, well, I'm completely colorblind, so that complete that's lost. On oh me. yeah, no, he's definitely a ginger Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like he's just <sighs> he's just there. Like yeah. more than anything, he's in the way of the movie. He's not relatable. <laughs> like I can't imagine any kid Is going he... to see this movie. He's like, oh man, I I totally understand where Danny's coming from. Yeah, I, it kind of like it feels like Danny's supposed to be like the the audience stand in for like a kid. Yeah, to yeah. like where they're sort of exper- this is them experiencing. Well, the I'd turtles, rather get more Sam but, Rockwell for that. But he's terrible, You're right? <laughs> but but yeah. here, here's the thing, like like with um with the foot and and the foot being a bunch of just bad kids. Uh, Danny gets to be the, this hits close to home part of that. Yeah. This kid, Danny is definitely also the kid that would be in like the live action version of uh, cartoon all stars to the rescue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, also who told him where the sewer layer was, right? Was that, was that splinter? Well, he, uh, I was so, okay. So let's talk about this. It's a little confusing, but I was always under the impression that Danny was one of the foot soldiers following Raphael. Hmm. I don't know I why I, I thought he that. wasn't good enough to. Yeah, because we never see him mask. in the gear. We never see him train. He just has the bandana. Like I'm not sure how he. I yeah, think he I got it. I, he got the bandana for turning them in and saying that they were at April's place. I don't think Danny earned his his ninja pajamas yet. His goggles, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. So is it possible that the information was, as a controversial term these days, leaked to him by other foot soldiers? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, yeah. like they all went there to get Splinter. And they're all going to go back there. Or Splinter told him, "Go to the sewers and find my son." Oh yeah, that's yeah, possible. yeah. Because he did kind of, he did kind of buddy up like, to Splinter. Son's, he's like, my if you need a place to out. hide, you know, there's yeah. this place on Bleecker Street. I feel like if, if it was Splinter, though, he would have been saying, "Like, go talk to your dad." True. He'd, yeah, he'd probably be like, "You should, you should be at home." Yeah, he's got no self-preservation. He's definitely because he, you know, he gave his sons his his last his last will and testament by uh, by telepathy. By I mean, for, do, via force ghosts. Force okay, ghost, does yeah. the does the foot do they have like private meetings for like ninja members and then separate ceremonies for the for like the non non ninja kids or the is it Lost just like Boys one, versus one big the, meeting? Yeah, absolutely. So you don't mm-hmm. th- yeah. you, you don't think they could have had like one big meeting and all the ninjas the, were there and they're saying this is the place we're going and then like a million kids. But at also the same time, was. but at the same time, while they may have separate meetings for the ninjas versus just the Lost Boys. I guarantee you that the ninjas aren't good at operational security and that after oh, yeah. they're done with their ninja shift, they go out onto the, you know, to the, to the arcade and get they talk a, about all the crap that they did. Pinball. Yeah. It's entirely Regular possible that Danny just got a copy of the meeting minutes 
and was just reading from the television. <laughs> they were posted on the public board. Yeah, they oh, were on the, they what were if on the he's chat like, board. What if he's like the, the executive assistant and he, he was taking the meeting minutes <laughs> he that was time. Taking the he's minute the stenographer. <laughs> he's just like sitting in the corner. There's all the ninjas at the conference table and he's in the corner and he's just he's typing got, away. <laughs> He's got bifocals <laughs> and one of those special ticker typers. He has he wears like he has like these like garters for his arm for his sleeves. Like he rolls his sleeves up and he has like the little bands that hold them in place. No. He's, got, he's got glasses he's got with a chain and a on them. <laughs> and then and then every once in a while Shredder just kinda turns to him, Do you have all that? Can you read that back? <laughs> and then he like licks his thumb and Did I lose a guess? <laughs> We just I think this makes Danny a cooler character. I like him now. I like you know what? Here's I, I have nothing else for this minute. I'm happy that we turned That's Danny into things. someone likable. Are we good? Yeah, I think so. Alright. Let's go ahead. We're gonna work on it. Wait, 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 wait. I had one I had one thing. Go ahead. Adam, you go first. You, you, uh, you well it ends on a cliffhanger. Uh she says, oh, Danny, yeah. your father's going to have yeah, what is he going to have? We'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> what do we all think his father's going to have? Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a heart pony. attack. A heart attack. He's oh, going to die man. relatively young of a He's heart gonna attack. He's going to have kidney stones. <laughs> <laughs> An ulcer. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, we, we totally left out the part where uh, Casey's complaining about, why don't I ever fall in with people who own condos? And I'm like, well... Most of the time, you're hanging out in a tree in Central Park, so what do you think, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, I could talk about all this all day, but we should, we should probably get moving on here. we got another day to get to. we got a lot more stuff to get to in our, in our next minute, uh. so let's call it for minute 64. We'll move on to 65 tomorrow, and we will see all you guys then. Ciao, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ah, cowabunga. <laughs>